the Mercy Backend, where experts share customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on behind the beautifully branded front end of entrepreneurship. This is where most businesses fail, so we're here to help you save time, make money, and succeed. And now your host of The Messy Backend, Sheila J. Davis and Nate Tucker. We love our listeners here at The Messy Backend. We love y'all so much, we're going to make the mess even bigger. Coming soon to this very same channel, you're going to be hearing from The Messy Backend Exposed. You know, the very first day that we recorded this podcast, Instagram and Facebook shut down, so we knew we were right on track with The Messy Backend. All businesses have them, so don't be shy. Let's put it out there and help each other grow. If you have a messy back end or you're an expert who just loves cleaning up those back ends, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit themessybackend.com to apply. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you all so much. We have a wonderful show for you today. Marissa Meyer, president and CEO of Yahoo, once said, so find your rhythm, understand what makes you resentful, and protect it. You can't have everything you want, but you can have the things that really matter to you. And thinking that way empowers you to really work hard for a really long period of time. On our expert segment today, we have a very special treat from Forbes Riley. While we recorded the last episode with Forbes, she gave some amazing advice on work-life balance that we just had to share with you. Forbes is a $2.5 billion host who promotes products on, on infomercials and via home shopping. She has built brands that include Kim Kardashian, Fran Drescher, Billy Blanks, Beachbody, and more. Her signature spin gym has now hit 2 million sold and her latest book, What Have You Forbes Lately, hit number one on Amazon. Her best feature, her family comes first and she means it. And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with real messy backends. And our expert Forbes is gonna share her advice uh, and tell us what we need to do to get it all cleaned up. And boy, does she tell us, right? Oh yes, she does. Y'all listen, there's some instruction in here. <laughs> if you're an entrepreneur with a messy backend and you would like to submit your story or question, give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com. How messy is your back end? Is it holding you back? Is it making it so that you can't make more money? You can't serve your purpose? Visit themessybackend.com today and find out just how messy your back end is and how to clean it up. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by heading on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to thank our sponsor, Yes Women's Network. If you are a female entrepreneur and you are looking to start, build, or grow your business, Yes Women's Network is the place to join for empowering resources and masterful networking. The key to making this podcast really work is to hear about the results of the suggestions. This allows us to be able to learn not just from one expert's point of view, but from the execution of the suggestions provided. Give us a call at 801 810-6726 or visit The Messy Backend. 
And now on to our expert, Forbes Riley, for her expert advice. Don't miss your seat, folks. Here we go. You may remember during our last episode that Forbes Riley stopped coaching Nate to take a phone call from her daughter. Well, some magic happened during that time, and we wanted to bring it to you to show you the importance of work-life balance and making sure that your family comes first. That is awesome. You know what? This is going to be kind of good for you guys. I'm a mom. My daughter's upstairs sick. Hello, McKenna. Yes, you can have some food. I'm gonna. I'm on a podcast for the next 10 minutes. I'll be upstairs. I love you. Oh, that's so sweet. I made a promise to my twins because I'm a very busy working mom. And when I, she's upstairs sick and she actually called me. She, so she, um, I made a promise that I would always pick up the phone. I'm in the middle of a TV show. I don't care who I'm with. That's my promise to my kids because they always need to know. I've missed a lot of things. I've missed a lot of, you know, ball games and events because I travel and I work and I refuse to feel guilty about that. So the promise that I made to them is that when I'm, wherever I am and I see the bat phone and it's my daughter and my son, I pick up the phone. That's I love amazing. That. Well, that's because that's what you want. Yes, and I want. I want to be known at the end of my life that I was not the busy mom, but I was the mom that cared the most about her kids. I'm going to start to cry, actually. So no, that I'm my... the same way. Yeah, I get it totally. I mean, actually, I probably work 20 hours less a week because I take time out for my kids. It's worth and every minute. Day for you because at the end of your life, you don't lie in your deathbed and go, "Wow, I wish I'd worked 20 more hours a week." Right. <laughs> um, and I will tell you that my son at 16. Uh, came in the other day, just had a 17th birthday, and he brought me a bouquet of flowers. And he, I said, what it is for? He said, just because I want you to know how much I love you and appreciate all that you do. So mm-hmm. I will tell you that the roadmap to success is deciding what you want. And very early on, I decided that to redefine some words. One of the words I redefined was the word diet uh, because I was struggling with it and I thought it was about food or deprivation. I, just, I changed that to be decisions I eat today. But I changed mom, which has a lot of connotations, especially when you've got teenagers, to be moments of memories. Mm. At the end of their lives, the end of my life, you only remember a few moments of your family of growing up. And how did you remember them? Because they were special, either good or bad. But I don't know what we had for dinner three nights ago, but I know when I took my kids to uh, Christmas, oh, I'm going to start to cry. Christmas in Italy. Don't start to cry because then I'll cry too. So just know that night. And this was like 10 years ago that that's the night that they remember. And the dinner that was way too expensive. We had this private dinner overlooking the Italian mountains. They're never going to forget that. No. We decided to make that a memory. So decide what you want and go and get it. Wasn't that awesome? I know we can all take some advice from Forbes on making sure that our families come first. Another topic that Forbes discussed with us was how even the big guys run into obstacles as they're growing their businesses. Here's some more golden nuggets from the amazing Forbes Riley. At every level, whenever you're successful, there are new obstacles. You just mentioned when they were starting out, no, Richard Branson, they have problems now. What happens when there's new airline tariffs? What happens when planes crash? What happens when the hurricane hit his island? You don't understand. Wildly successful people are massive problem solvers. And they're also, and I love that you talk about pivot, they understand course correction. So naive entrepreneurs go, wow, I'm going to do a business. I'm going to, here, I got, a, I got a national reality show with my product. Thought, bam, after five months of filming on national TV, it's going to be a huge hit. Well, it didn't work out that way. The guys who produced it had a different intention. And the night that my show aired, it was probably one of the most embarrassing nights of my entire life. And when my partner rolled over and said, hey, what are you going to do now? I said, I'm going to make spin gyms. And he said, but nobody wants them. And I said, but they're wrong. He said, they can't all be wrong. And I said, but they are. 
And he's like, wow, uh, he's, well, how much money do you think we need? I said, I think we need about $400,000 so we don't have that. I said, well, could we mortgage our house and our kids' education? Let me tell you something. You got to have a very clear want if you're willing to push. And I'd never done this before. I risked everything on a belief that I had that women don't like the back of their arms, that people sitting behind desks don't have enough time to work out, that everybody like my mom, who was 260 pounds my whole life, deserved to be fit and they don't have to go to a gym. I got my mom a year long membership to a gym. Right as I graduated college, I was making some pretty good money. She got to the front door of that gym and she wouldn't go in. And I'm looking at her going, let's go. She said, I can't. I said, yes, you can, let's go. She said, I can't. I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. Open the door, you're here. She started crying. She said, look, baby, I thought I could go in. I love that you thought about me this much, but I'm terrified. Everybody in there knows how to work out. They're gonna make fun of me because I'm older, because I'm wearing a moon moon, because I don't know how to do, I don't wanna, and she left. She left and I'm sitting here thinking, and I didn't know it then, but what happened to me is that not, like you said, a lot of people are like that. And so they'll shut themselves in, they'll hide away, they're embarrassed about their body, their life. They're too afraid to take that first step. And I said, you know what? Through television, I can get right into their living rooms, right in the middle of their night and inspire them to no end. I've sold 2 million of these things through home shopping. And a lot of older people watch home shopping. A lot of those people are sick. They've got lupus, they've got whatever. They're not leaving their homes. I'll tell you what, we've changed their lives. And that was part of my mission. So Nate and Sheila and everyone listening, I'm hoping that you're hearing in my voice a conviction about what I want. I don't want anyone to suffer the way my mom did. I want people to have an affordable, actionable solution. I want to be the cheerleader that helps them. My mom's gone 20 years. She died at 70 because she didn't understand nutrition. She smoked too much and she had a kind of a bad attitude because of the way she was raised. She was raised during the depression and her folks, they never had anything. So whatever she had, and I had a great life growing up, at least I thought I did. Let me tell you something, we were flat ass broke most of the time and I didn't realize how, we, how much we didn't have. And then when I've got kids, I set out to make their lives great. And I've, you know, my kids have flown first class to Europe. Let me tell you something. I, I don't know how we did that. I had no money growing up. And they are so appreciative because they realize when we go to soup kitchens, when we go to do clean up the beaches, when we go down to the South Central, we go to orphanages, they realize that they are not little spoiled brats. They realize that they are lucky beyond anything. And they, that's why my son brought me flowers. He's like, mom, I get it. I know how hard you work and I want you to know that we really appreciate it. That's amazing. Having that relationship with your kids and being able to support that with your business is priceless. It really is. So you got a business. Now, number one, let's decide if your business can make money. Too many people get into a business that actually can't make them residual income. They're going to trade their time for dollars and then they're screwed. That, and by the way, that includes doctors, lawyers who actually have to trade their hours, billable hours, right? I love it, Forbes. It has been just a pleasure having you on. So I just think you're awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Would you like to have either myself or Nate speak at your next event or on your podcast? Visit us at themessybackend.com slash speaking. Well, that's our show for today's episode of The Messy Backend. Thanks so much for listening. Nate and Sheila signing off until next week. That's all we have for today's episode of The, 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 the Messy Backend. Join us again next week as our experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes on in the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you are not alone. Every business has a messy back end and needs a little attention.